This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. So as I was finishing up the service for 9 o'clock, a couple people told me, too bad you didn't preach on Isaac. <laughs> um, I know that's always a hard one, but I, the Spirit led me to preach on the gospel today, so that's what you're going to get. <laughs> and the gospel, as short as it is, really packs a punch. And I don't know if that's the shortest lectionary gospel reading, but it certainly is probably one of the top five. <laughs> so because it's so short and it packs a punch, it means you need to pay attention. So it was nearly two and a half years ago, coming up on two and a half years, that I was called by your rector, Chuck, to serve as your associate rector. This began in what was late, very late 2020, in the midst of the lockdown still, that he reached out to me uh, and you know, wanted to find out if he, I would be interested in having a conversation about coming here. And so after several phone conversations, Zoom and an in-person interview, I was offered this position. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that really attracted me so much to St. David's was the amazing hospitality I received during that whole process. I remember the welcoming smiles and faces and the joy that I received with, uh, in all the discussions that I had with Father Chuck, with the staff members and vestry folks. The day I moved to Austin, when I was moving into the, my rental house up in North Austin, I was treated with this beautiful bouquet of flowers that just make my, my, my heart so warm. I came to the office just to check on a few things. We weren't really in the office at that time, but I came in and I found welcome cards and for the few folks that were here, big joyful smiles. It wasn't too long after that, a couple months after that, that um, my father passed away. And during that time, I received a plethora of condolences and flowers, calls and emails, not just from staff, but from all of you as well. I was made to feel very welcome. I'm sure it helped just a little bit that I knew a thing or two about St. David's, as it was my field parish back between 2007 and 2010. I fell in love with the place back then too. I was well received and formed for the priesthood here. What a great place to form people. Just ask any of the number of seminarians and curates. We have a day school, we have Trinity Center, we have multiple outreach, we even have a partnership with the church in Malawi. So many incredible ways that this church reaches out to the least of these and those on the margins. My daughter at the time, who was about seven, was involved in children's formation and the children's choir. We ate breakfast here not only on Sunday mornings, yes, it was Chef Ray breakfast back then too, and Wednesday nights, and many times we were sitting beside other parishioners and intermingled with some of our unhoused neighbors. And one of the things that attracted me to St. David's, both as a seminarian and now as your associate rector, was the number of unhoused and disadvantaged people that came to St. David's looking for and receiving help. 
I also noticed how we welcomed and fed a number of them on Sunday and on Wednesday nights. This is where I wanted to be. Not only because of how I was welcomed, not only because of our beautiful and historic sanctuary, which by the way, will be in there soon, but because of how we helped and served through a variety of ministries that served those little ones and the least of these. This radical hospitality and welcoming spirit was what I loved most. That with our commitment to the youth and families in our church what, what is what brought me here and makes me excited to continue to do ministry. I came because in my heart I believe St. David's embodied a true spirit of radical hospitality. It embodied Christ at its core and I was attracted and overwhelmed by that embodiment. Today's gospel continues the challenge from last week's gospel, where Jesus continues to speak of discipleship and the mission of those who choose to follow him. Mission is the general subject, but I believe the emphasis here is upon hospitality. In just those three short sentences of today's gospel that's filled with power and compassion, we're challenged by Jesus to think more deeply about what is meant by welcoming another. The focus is on compassionate welcome, or what I like to call radical hospitality, as a form of service to Christ. Notice, notice that when Christ speaks, he's not speaking of these huge heroic acts that we see in the news, but rather quite simply, just basic acts of kindness through the simple act of welcoming and offering a cup of water. So it makes me wonder how so many of us can miss that simple lesson. And so several years ago, you may remember that there was a sculpture made of Jesus as a homeless man. And it was installed outside of a church, an Episcopal church, yay, in Davidson, North Carolina. And apparently it brought with it much controversy. Similar works were rejected from cathedrals in both New York City and in Canada. The work, which I personally find both moving and inspiring, was created by Timothy Schmaltz, and it was installed at St. Albans Episcopal Church in Davidson, North Carolina. Now, I was just told earlier, uh, Chuck told me that First Pres has a similar sculpture outside of their church walls. The rector said this about this particular sculpture. He said, it's Jesus representing the most marginalized of society. In the statue, we're reminded of what our ultimate calling is as Christians, as people of faith, to do what we can individually and systematically to eliminate homelessness. Part of our faith commitment, our mission, is to care for the needy. Apparently, some people think that it was in poor taste to display that statue. When I was reading about it, I found a quote from one person who went so far as to say that she was concerned for the safety of the neighborhood. Jesus, she says, is not a vagrant. 
Jesus is not a helpless person who needs our help. What? (laughs) I guess she missed the whole verse from Matthew 25, verse 40, and we'll probably hear that later on. What Jesus says, truly I tell you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like all of us here at St. David's get it right all the time. We are human, after all. However, when I think of the spirit of this church and read our core values, which you can check out on our website when you click on the about about a church, our values are to seek and serve, to be authentic, to engage boundaries, experience grace, to share, and to be connected and committed. And so as I read those core values, I can't help but believe that St. David's is possibly on the right path. St. David's has seen and experienced some challenges over the years as we continually try to balance being a welcoming church to all people of all ages, in all circumstances. I mean, Jesus never said it was going to be easy. The words uh, that Jesus used to pick up your cross and follow me come to mind. Nothing about that statement says it will be easy to follow Jesus. And so recently, we have seen an increase of challenging circumstances because we have chosen to continue to be a beacon of hope for our unhoused neighbors and also continue to be a place committed to youth and children and to build God's kingdom here on this church on the hill. I am happy to say that we have dealt with the challenges in faith and in grace And we are committed to continue to do so, because that's what we're called to do. Now, situations like this can cause us to fear the other to the point of not being welcoming and hospitable, of refusing help or even not allowing people to worship with us. Now, I haven't experienced that here at St. David's, but I have experienced that at other Episcopal churches. I truly believe hospitality is crucial to the gospel message. Unless we change the state of our hearts and minds about the strangers that our society beats down into vulnerable exhaustion, unless we're able to see each other's not as other, but as beloved, beloved children of God, then we cannot be about the mission of sharing the good news, that news of forgiveness and healing, justice and mercy, righteousness and hope. Jesus, in today's gospel, speaks about how when we welcomed the least of these, we are members of his family. We, in fact, are welcoming him. Pamela Buck and Christine Pohl wrote a book called Making Room. In it, they write that the most vulnerable strangers are those who are disconnected from relationships with family, church, economy, and civic community. Well, if the least of these in God's family are cut off from worldly family, from church, 
from economy and from community, who in our society is Jesus telling us to welcome? Think about that just for a second there. Who are we called to welcome? Yes, of course, it's obvious. We see them just outside our doors. That includes our unhoused neighbors. But as I open my own heart to the pain of the world, it includes everyone who is being marginalized, targeted, abused, pushed down, oppressed. Who is Jesus calling us to listen to and learn from so that the gospel message can be advanced and God's kingdom continue to grow? Gay, straight, Christian, non-Christian, citizen, immigrant, friend, or stranger. I believe the message is simple. When we welcome the stranger, we welcome none other than the Christ. Is this scary? Yeah, absolutely. Does it make us uncomfortable? Heck yes. <laughs> yes, it does. I imagine Abraham was a little uncomfortable when he was asked <laughs> uh, what he was asked today. Jesus demands that in order to follow him, that we take up the cross, welcome the stranger, and give a cup of water to the least of these. He demands that we take that love of family, that love of community, here from St. David's, and extend it further and further still. Welcome the stranger. Welcome the one that you hardly understand. Not to change them, but simply because they are also God's beloved, just as you are. They're worthy of hope, worthy of love, worthy of food, and yes, even worthy of a simple cup of water. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.